do believers make vows? Yes. Truth is, we do make vows. You do. I do. We make vows. What about the wedding vow? Is that not a vow? Did you not promise to God that you would live together? And, and the husbands, you said to the wife, in sickness and health. And wife, you said to the husband, trust and obey. You didn't say that? And who were you saying it to? The minister? You were saying it to God. You were making a vow to God. Also, what about dedicating children? You brought that little child to the altar and you said, God, we promise, we vow before you today that we will bring up this child in the fear and admonition of the Lord. That's what you said. That's a vow. You're bound by that vow. What about confessing Jesus as Lord? Is that not a vow? But no animal sacrifices. Amen? Now then, how do we rationalize? This, this brings up the point. How do we rationalize participation in religious rituals when we know we are saved, sanctified, justified, and filled with the Holy Spirit by faith through the grace of God? Are there exceptions? Let me give you some practical suggestions. Because as I've already told you, I'm having a difficult time explaining this. There are those people, even in this church, and will come into this church, and maybe some of you relate to this morning. You come from different backgrounds. Culturally, religiously, you come from different backgrounds. And sometimes, if we're not careful, we say things and do things that fly in the face of people who have religious traditions that they hold very near and dear to their heart. So I'm going to suggest that one practical thing is that everybody has some type of ritual or tradition. Everybody does. Even you. And we need to be mindful of that. You just don't go trampling all over other people's religious traditions. Secondly, do not use your liberty or knowledge to cause division. Just because... uh, One of the great battles between Pentecostals and Baptists is over the doctrine of eternal security. I mean, the minute a Baptist finds out you're a Pentecostal, they're going to bring up eternal security. Or speaking in tongues. The minute you find out they're a Baptist, if you're a Pentecostal, you're going to bring it up. You say, well, Jim, those are not not rituals or traditions. Those are the Word of God. Yeah, and they have an interpretation of the Word of God just like you do. And they've been taught that for years. And I'm going to tell you something. You can fight with them about it if you want to. And, and you, can, you can produce good arguments and logical arguments. But in the bottom line is you lose. You know why? Because all you did was cause division. Why not talk about the good things that Jesus has done and let them have their religious belief and you have your religious belief? Let me go on. Respect others' beliefs and traditions. That just goes without saying, don't it? But always maintain the truth of the Word. Do not compromise. Do not try to syncretize. In other words, do not try to make their religious traditions and rituals gel with your gospel. Your gospel is this. We are saved by faith through grace. We are saved by our faith in the shed blood of Jesus Christ. It is faith through grace plus nothing else. 